0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Kodo Cinema, the podcast show where I talk about movies. I'm your host, Mark Kodo, and this is the 21st episode of the podcast Kodo Cinema. Well, this is kind of awkward right now because uh, you guys are probably wondering what happened. Well... Well to put it politely, we all had a huge pause in our spring semester. And when I meant huge pause, I really mean huge pause, like jobs being on hold, movie theaters closed, dining restaurants closed, spring semester classes being moved online, the list keeps going on. Well the reason why? It's pretty obvious. Let's say it's about COVID nineteen. I know, right? Everything with COVID nineteen has been been crazy. I know it sucks, but but we all have to stay safe and follow very specific guidelines from the CDC in order to prevent more cases, which basically cases of of the virus. And well, yeah, I know, I know. This it, it's it's definitely crazy. But while the buildup. Started back uh, sometime uh, towards the end of 2019. It didn't, it didn't get attention until 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 towards the end of February before going into into March, which later became the lockdown that we all have experienced. However, this pandemic alone has put a huge dent into Hollywood productions as well, including the movies that we watched in the theaters. And before I get into the movies, how about we go back in time before the pandemic? let's say, go back in time to 2019. In 2019, we had a lot of movies owing the box office, making, a billion, making billions after billions. I am talking about Avengers Endgame becoming the highest-grossing film of all time, beating out Avatar. Captain Marvel became the first ever female superhero movie to do so, too. Joker became the first R-rated film to do so, as well. Spider-Man became the first... Spider-Man Far From Home became the first Spider-Man movie to gross over a billion dollars, too. This also includes films such as Toy Story 4, the live-action movies of, of Aladdin and Lion King, Frozen 2, and Star Wars Episode 9: The Rise of Skywalker. Talk about a major milestone here. And I am referring to all nine films, by the way. I'm just going to be honest, 2019 was a big year for movies, am I right? <laughs> uh, yep. Flash forward to 2020. Where films are trying to be successful at the box office, including with critics. And Bad Boys for Life, the third installment of the Bad Boys franchise, became a successful film with the box with the box office, and critics becoming coming in improvement over its predecessors. Sonic the Hedgehog, the video game, the movie based on the video game, which was uh, which was a huge surprise, due, due to the people criticizing the original z- design with the news design that we got, broke Detective Pikachu's box office record in North America and actually got good reviews from fans and critics alike. And The Invisible v- Man, becoming the latest film to make a profit before the pan- pandemic, still a success, though. Furthermore, you got movies like Onward and Bloodshot, fell short of expect- expectations due to this pandemic, although Birds of Prey, which is a DC Comics movie, that that is focusing on Harley Quinn fell short on expectations at the box office, although Birds of Prey was was indeed a hit with critics and audiences. Although, and that also goes with Onward as well. Onward is also another hit with critics critics and audiences, but but it later fell short of expectations due to this pandemic. Which, uh, by the way, you will see on you will see or hear on this list. I mean. And finally, you have movies like Black Widow, James Bond, and the live-action movie of Milan, among many others, are either pushed back to another release date or released on demand. And that is because of the COVID-19 pandemic affecting these movies to a point w- where we cannot see them until, until the movie theaters across the country will be, will be opened up again once more. I, I do not know when these movie theaters will be open, but we will find out more. That is right, folks. I am going to count down the top 10 movies that are either being pushed to another release date or on demand. Now, I'm only including movies that, that have yet to be released or supposed to be released in 2020. So movies that are still in development will not be included. Movies that have been released online, I mean released online, or actually, or should I say have been released in theaters, but with a limited release limited release of less than 2 weeks in theaters will be up for consideration. Now, I got now, now I got all that out of the way. Let's jump right into it. By the way, spoiler alert for each of these movies you are about to hear. Number 10, Minions 2: The Rise of Gru. New release dates in theaters, July 2nd, 2021. Kicking off this list is the sequel to 2015's Minions movie which is basically the animated spin-off to Despicable Me from Illumination and Universal Studios. In Minions, the Minions are trying to find and serve the biggest and baddest boss ever, which was the point of the film while traveling around the world and getting into trouble. The sequel, however, shows the Minions finding their boss, which turns out to be, you guessed it, Gru, voiced of, once again by Steve Carell, who actually made a brief cameo appearance towards the end of the film and a blanket you'll miss a moment at the at Villacon, and a shot where Gru was standing next to his mother during a freeze ray session. Uh, but don't believe me. Watch it for yourself, or see it for yourself. Obviously, the, the sequel picks up where the first Minions movie left off. This sequel also shows how Gru, how Gru is a young kid who's trying to become a villain by joining a supervillain squad called the Vicious Six. Although his interview ultimately ultimately failed until Gru steals the stones for them, causing the causing the Vicious Six to hunt down Gru and the Minions. The film has returned as returning cast members from Despicable Me, such as Russell Brand as Dr. Nefario and Julie Andrews as Gru's mom. And, and if I'm saying this correctly, Piri Coffin as the Minions. Newcomers to this film will be Taraji P. Henson, Michelle Yeoh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Dolph Lundgren, Alan Arkin, Lucy Laws, and Robert Fitzgerald Diggs, Diggs, aka rza and danny trail the film was originally going to be released on july 3rd 2020 but with covid 19 having a huge impact on the film industry it is now being pushed to july 2nd 2021 so we will have to wait another 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 year or should i say we have to wait another summer to see our favorite minions once more number nine fast and furious nine New new release date in theaters? April 2nd, 2021. The Fast and the Furious franchise never slows down. With the franchise already hitting big with high-speed action, it seems like a ninth Fast and Furious movie is possible. Plus, we already had the recent spin off movie Hobbs and Shaw that came out last year. Setting up sequels to the franchise, Justin Lin returns to direct the ninth installment. The ninth Film will star our original Fast and Furious cast, such as Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel as Dominic Toretto, Michelle Rodriguez as Letty Ortiz, Tyrese Gibson as Roman Pierce, Chris Ludacris Bridges as Tej Parker, and a surprise return of Sung King or Sung Sung King? I, I think I'm saying this right. Sung King as Han. New, new cast members driving into the sequel, such as Cardi B. Guardians of the Galaxy star Michael Roker and of course WWE wrestler John Cena as Dominic's brother Jacob Toretto. God, I did not see that coming. The film takes place after the previous Fast and Furious film, where Dominic Toretto must face off his brother, which is John Cena, who is working with Cipher, Seif- played once again by Charlize Theron, who has who has hold a huge vendetta of some sorts. I do not know what what vendetta it is, but Well, but we had to wait another year until the cars can drive their horsepower once more on the roads on April 2nd, 2021, going over the speed limit date of May 22nd, 2020. Number eight, Artemis Fowl, released on Disney Plus, June 12th, 2020. This wasn't the first time Disney pulled off a live action adaptation of a book. Remember, remember A Wrinkle in Time, folks? That came out in 2018. Do you guys remember that? Uh, that's okay if you guys don't. But anyway, the plot of Artemis Fall follows a kid who is a 12-year-old, 12-year-old intelligent and criminal mastermind. Boy, that kind of does sound something like grew from from Despicable Me or or it could be ahead of his time due to the fact that grew grew being a young boy trying to become a villain in the second Despicable Me movie. But anyway, anyway, just a little connection. But anyway, um uh, Anyway, uh, like I said, uh, Artemis Fowl was a kid, 12-year-old kid. who's a criminal mastermind, and he is searching for his father. While I never read any of the books, basically the Artemis Fowl books, but from the looks of the trailer that I recently saw, it is hard to say if this film is worth watching or not due to the recent reception of A Wrinkle in Time because a lot of people... I heard a lot of people didn't like a wrinkle of time as much, but many people on the internet took issue with the trailer because it did not look anything like the first book or any of the books at all by by author Eoin Colfer, who uh, on one note has a cameo in this film. Plus, this film has been in development since 2001, so I can see why it took a while to took a while for this film to make. And yes, uh, some films being in development can can be hit or miss but is it worth it or not it can be well for better or for worse this film is directed by kenneth brana who directed 2011's thor and 2015's disney live action movie of cinderella so it might be worth the watch this film was supposed to be released on august 9th 2019 but but was later pushed back to may 29th 2020. However, due to COVID-19, Disney decided to release Artemis Fowl on Disney Plus, so we will have to see it on Disney Plus. Number seven, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. New release date in theaters, June 25th, 2021. One of Spider-Man's fan-favorite villains is getting a sequel, folks, but this time with Carnage. And when I mean Carnage, I really mean the character Carnage. Yes, yes, folks. Or, yes, yes, folks, I mentioned in an earlier episode that the second Venom movie was originally going to be released on October 2nd, 2020. But now it has been pushed pushed to June 25th of, of 2021. While there is not much in terms of plot, we do know one thing is that Eddie Brock, Venom, played by Tom Hardy, is returning to face off Cletus Cassidy, a.k.a. Carnage, played by Woody Harrelson. Ruben Fleischer, who is uh, who was the original director of the first Venom movie, was was directing Zombieland Zombieland Double Tap at the time. If with no director confirmed, so Sony had to find a replacement. I mean, okay, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I would have. I would have at least see. I would have wouldn't mind Ruben Fleischer returning to direct a sequel. But uh, I mean. Couldn't Zony wait until he's done with Zombieland Double Tap? But anyway, directors like Rupert Wyatt, Andy Serkis, Travis Knight, and Rupert Sanders were considered to direct. Andy Serkis is confirmed as director, who is very well known into motion capture performance, including his role as Gollum from The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit franchise, including his directorial works, such as 2018's Mowgli. Plus, this is, this is Circus's third Marvel film since his portrayal of Useless Claw in Avengers Age of Ultron and Black Panther. This will also make Venom 2 his first ever Marvel film to direct. So, it is interesting to see what Andy Circus can pull off in this sequel. One question remains, will this movie be R-rated or PG-13? Well, we don't know because we will have to find out once more once this sequel comes out in 2021. Number six, Morbius, new release dates in theaters, March nineteenth, two thousand twenty-one. Another another Spider-Man villain is getting getting a film. Looks like we are going to go to the dark side of Marvel, folks. <laughs> jeez, I probably jeez, I probably should have mentioned that with Venom too. But anyway, this villain was originally going to be this. I mean, not villain. Well, film, film, film. But anyway, this film was originally going to come out the same year as Venom 2. The release date was July 31st, 2020, but it was pushed back to March 19th, 2021. This film follows Michael Morbius. For those of you who don't know, Michael Morbius is, is going to be played by Jared Leto, who originally played the Joker in Suicide Squad. Love it or hate it, love it or hate it, I mean, like, suicide, Jared Leto played the Joker. And uh, Michael Morbius is an M.D. and Ph.D. who is suffering from a blood disease, but later takes a cure that transformed him into a vampire-like form. Uh, this, is a horror f- this is a horror movie, folks. This film also has connections to the MCU, believe it or not, and other Spider-Man films, thanks to Michael Keaton's surprise return to the Spider-Man franchise. Although, we do not know if, Keaton, if Keaton's role will be the Vulture or someone else. For those of you who don't know, Michael Keaton played the Vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming. So it is surprising to see him return in uh, Morbius. Uh, Like I said, we don't know if if Keaton's role will be the Vulture or someone else. But we will have to wait in 2021 to find out. Number 5. Scoob. Scooby-Dooby-Doo! Or Scoob in general, yeah. Released on digital May 15th, 2020. An- another another day, another animated movie on this list. Many animated films based on the characters from Hanna-Barbera has its fair share of ups and downs with their films. While some, some films like The Smurfs, The Flintstones, and Yogi Bear may somewhat look faithful to their source material, but it gets lost in translation in terms of story and the way of how it's being portrayed. Now, it's not, th- now, it's not to say that I, that I don't hate these films. I mean, they're entertaining at best. The recent live-action Scooby-Doo movies, which was directed by Raja Gosnell, Gosnell, and written by Guardians of the Galaxy director James Gunn, they at least tried to capture the faithfulness, but it was but was not the hit many people hoped for in terms of writing, directing, directing, and CGI. Although Matthew Lillard as Shaggy, the references and some of the visuals in the recent Scooby-Doo movies were great. Scoob is a reboot and animated movie for the Scooby-Doo franchise. From the looks of the trailer, it is promising because it kind of looks faithful to the series due to, due to the callbacks. The film follows Shaggy, Scooby, and the gang to go on a mission with Blue Falcon, voiced by Mark Wahlberg, to stop, to stop the villainous Dick Dasterly, voiced by Jason Isaacs, from unleashing the, the underworld on the gang. A cast that includes Will Forte as Shaggy, Gina Rodriguez as Bama, Zach Efron as Fred, and Amanda Seyfried, Seyfried as Daphne. Daphne. Plus, voice actor Frank Welker returns to voice Scooby Doo since the 1969 TV show of the same name. The film was slated for a September 2018 release before pushing back. Before push it back to what is what was supposed to be May 15th of this year but covid pushed the film to on demand of the same day the film received mixed reviews and became the top and actually became the top rented movie movie on on demand so it looks like a win although depending on how you view, view this film so it is inter- interesting to see how far this film will go when setting up a hanna barbera crossover or or should I, should I say a hanna barbera cinematic universe so we will have to see what the future will hold for, for, the, for the gang. Number four, Onward, released on Disney Plus on April 24th, released in theaters on March 6th, 2020. Yeah, 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 I know, this movie trying to make money at the box office, same goes with Bloodshot too, but since this Pixar animated film got a lot of attention, I could, I could, I could not bear. Anyway, this film takes place in a modernized version of a fantasy world where two brothers, Ian Lightfoot and Barley Lightfoot, voiced by Tom Holland and Chris Pratt, go on a quest to bring back their father who died died from sickness. Huh. Maybe that's Oh, maybe that's why maybe that's why uh Tom that maybe that's where Spider-Man and Starla went to went to after the snap. They uh, they went to a fantasy world. Fantasy world after the snap. So Ah, so ah, so the fantasy worlds where Spider-Man and Star Wars went to after the snap. Sorry, I had to let out, folks. I saw this movie on Disney Plus, and I will admit, it is it is actually pretty good. While the film is amazing and epic for a fantasy movie, it keeps you wanting more for a quest. But the film does have its moments of adventures with your siblings, which does bring in a good message on what it means to be a family. Plus, uh, plus, uh, plus Ian's older older brother, Barley is definitely acts more of a father fi- acts more of a father figure throughout the movie. So that is definitely something. And while the quest itself does sound sound like like The Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit and Black Cauldron and maybe a hint of Fantasia for the Pastoral Symphony by Beethoven. The film was was released in theaters on March 6th with high expectations at the box office. But COVID-19 COVID-19 interfered with the box office transitioning the film to DVD sales two weeks after its initial release and releasing, releasing to Disney Plus on April 24th. So, if you are in for a quest, then onward, my loyal subjects. Go forth and enjoy this movie. And I was talking about onward, folks. Yep. All right, moving forward. Number three, No Time to Die. New release date, November 26, 2020. Take it the to top bond. Take it the to top. Top three is Bond, James Bond. This is the twenty-fifth installment of the James Bond franchise. After capturing Blofeld, played by Chris- Christoph Waltz from the previous James Bond movie Spectre, James Bond decides to leave the spot, the spy, leave the spy, spy service for early retirement. But ultimately, runs into an old friend named Felix Leiter, played by Jeffrey Wright, who wants him to go on one more mission to search for a scientist. However, this mission goes into into some interesting moments where James Bond sees a world he has never seen. Hmm, seems like an interesting plot for the next installment. But what is also interesting is the fact that the film will be distributed by Universal since Sony ended their deal, their deal after Spectre. Danny Boyle was originally going to direct the film with John Hedge to write the script, but both, but both left left due to creative differences between the studio and, uh, and now we got a new director and I'm hoping I'm pronouncing his name correctly Kerry Fuji Fu- Fukuna- Na- Fukunaga Naga taking over okay going off topic so you got a filmmaker having a vision for a film but the studio has a different vision and decided to butt heads between each other for their creativity in filmmaking but decided to replace the original director with a new director with a different vision Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to film. Welcome to film interference—a film where it has different point of views in terms of vision from the studio and new director than the original, including actors, and this also includes act- actors and other artists. Yes, 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 folks. I'm pretty sure this uh, this has to do with something with film interference between between a director and a studio, and and getting fired and getting fired for created created differences is probably the worst thing ever. Yep. Yeah, that is definitely something that has happened in Hollywood for for a while. So, getting that out of the way, No Time to Die brings Daniel Craig for One Last Ride as James Bond. At least I hope it is the last time. Returning actors include Ben Whishaw as Q, Ralph Finesse as M, Le- Leah Seidel as Ma- as Madeline Swan? Uh, yes, Madeline Swan, and Naomi Harris as Moneypenny. Plus, James Bond encounters a new villain named Safin or Safin or Safin played by Rami Malek an interesting villain to encounter who is described as to which uh Rami Malek described as the man who gets under Bond's skin This also includes a musical score by Hans Zimmer replacing Dan Romer which is also which was also who was also re- also removed for created differences. This film was originally going to be released on Easter of this this year, but COVID-19 had to push back the film to Thanksgiving. So, we can't wait to see this next installment of the James Bond series. And make sure you have your mar- and make sure you have your Martini martinis ready. Chicken, not stirred. Number 2, Mulan. New release date, July 20th, 2020. Based on a 1998 animated classic of the same name. I usually look forward to something new when it comes to live action Disney remakes, but with the recent releases of live action Dumbo, Aladdin, and Lion King all receiving a mixed reception, it is hard to tell if I'm going to look forward forward to more. But with the live action of Mulan coming out and being the only live action Disney remake of this year, eh, I might I might have a change of heart, so it might actually be good. For what we got in the trailers, it does look promising because believe it or not, there is an actual legend of Mulan, and yes, there will be some elements of the, of the 1998 original. So, will it be a shot-for-shot remake? I don't, I don't know. It's hard to tell. But, I doubt it. While there are some issues with the film, like, no, like there won't be any songs or rushu, the songs, will, the, songs is, the songs will be played in instrumental versions, like the 1998 original. But, but, Harry, but Harry Gregson Williams will be composing the score. The film will be directed by Nikki Carroll, You may, to which you may know her work in films like The Keeper's Wife and the cross-country biopic McFarland, USA. The cast includes an all-Asian, ca- an all-Asian cast with Donnie Yen, Jason Scott Lee, Jet Lee, and, and Lou y- And I'm hoping I'm pronouncing her name correctly, Lou Yiffy. Lou Yiffy yiffy as mulan on top of that mulan will also be the first live-action disney remake to receive a pg-13 whoa (laughs) hey hey that's that is probably something because because i i figure one of these live-action disney remakes will get a pg-13 rating eventually and a reference and to reference and paraphrase the song i'll make a man i'll make a man out of you now that is making a film that is making a film out of you Okay, maybe that came out a little wrong, but anyway. So we will see how this film will, re- will reflect in theaters on July twentieth, on July twentieth of this year. We're repl- replacing the March twenty seventh release date. Okay, number and the and a number and the and the number and the number one movie that is being that is being pushed to pushed to another release date. Black Widow. New release date, November 6, 2020. Taking the top spot on this list is the superhero film and second female, and the second female superhero film that kicks off Phase 4 of the Marvel Cinem- Cinematic Universe. Taking place after Captain America's Civil War, the film follows Natasha Romanoff, aka Black Widow, played once again by Scarlett Johansson, who is now confronting her past as a former assassin that she was known for. The film was in development since 2004, bouncing back and forth between director and studio before her film debut in Iron Man 2. The film will, the film will include Florence, Florence, Pug, or Pug, Pug, Florence Pug as, as Yona Belova, Belo, Yana Bilova, David Harbour as Red Guardian, a counterpart of Captain America, Ray Rinstove as Drakov, and Rachel Wise as Melina Vostokoff. Robert Downey Jr. and William Hurt will return as Tony Stark, Iron Man, and General Thaddeus "Thunderbolt" Thunderbolt. The film will also include fan favorite villain Taskmaster, master, the character who studies the abilities and skills from, from, from each of the Avengers, and the villain who will take control of the Red Room, the mysterious Red Room. May 1st was supposed to be the release date of Black Widow but the virus had to push it to November so we shall see see Black Widow when it hits theaters in November of this year. Actually out of all these movies I think Black Widow is probably one of the few films I'm I'm actually looking forward to. I actually want to see how Black Widow will how the Black Widow movie will pull pull off. And don't get me wrong, I love Black Widow. I love Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. She she brings the character. She literally does bring in bringing good light, light to the character and she does an amazing job with it and there, you ha- and there you have it folks that is my top 10 movies that are pushed to another release date or re- released on demand due to COVID-19 so what do you guys think am I missing a few movies are, are you guys looking forward to these films overall please let me know with everything going on right now it's hard to tell because of COVID-19 look like I said it sucks to what we are dealing with right now, and I get it. I know everybody's been, has been complaining already on the media with everything between COVID nineteen and pretty much everything else, and I get it. But, but anything. This is not. But anyway, this is this is something that I wasn't looking forward to. But for the sake of everything, every. But for the sake of everything, please stay safe, and whenever you're going out, wear a mask please wear a mask and everyone must wear a mask as per CDC guideline no matter how long this virus goes and uh, to all the graduate 2020 graduates who have graduated from college it has been a tough semester but hey we made it through the end of the spring semester so that is definitely a great sign and good luck to and good luck on your next chapter in life and stay healthy and safe I I also want to I also want to give a special shout out and thanks to all the, all the doctor all, to all the, the doctors who have all the, to everybody, to everybody, including the doctor, including the doctors from the hospital, from the hospitals and health service and health services, including everybody else, everybody else who are doing their parts to help prevent the virus from spreading. I also want to thank, thank, thank my parents, including my mom, who is my, uh, who's my mom, who is a, um, Physician endocrinologist at Edwards Hospital in Naperville, as as well as DuPage Medical Group, to uh, help to help to help continue work, to, help, to help continue to help patients, whether it's at the, whether it's at the hospital or at home or at home. I want to give a special thanks to my mom for helping everything out, helping everything out, including a special thanks to my parent my my parents who helped me out. And I'm hoping, and I'm hoping everybody stays safe and healthy. And help and healthy throughout the rest of the year. I know everything's been been a bit crazy, been been a bit crazy lately. And um, and um, and I also want to dedicate uh, this episode to all to those who all those involved with the COVID ni- all those involved with COVID nineteen. This is I like to dedicate those, I like to dedicate those in, who are who passed away due to COVID nineteen. But anyway, thank you all for tuning in to Kodo Cinema. Anyway, anyway, I'm your host, Mark Kodo. And, al- and as always, remember to watch movies and stay positive. And on top of that, please stay healthy and stay safe. Bye.